All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 18. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. I'm joined today by Jimbo Lord, half of Jimbo and Jewels, amazing little company that you've got going there. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to have you on. It's so cool seeing everything that you're doing now. And for those of you listening, we went to high school together and we've both had quite a journey um, I'm sure you couldn't predict where you are now. Oh, no, certainly not. Yeah. Yeah, small town, you know, coming from a very small town. Um, it's, it's it's cool to see, you know, be able to connect. We were just talking about eight years it's been yeah. since we've, we've seen each other. So it's awesome. Yeah, it's been quite a while. That's for sure. So if you want to give everybody a little bit of a background, obviously, you're doing amazing things right now with some CBD products. So what exactly led you to... CBD, like why has that been such a, a huge part of your business? Yeah, so I'll, I'll first start just a little background about the, the business so people know, you know, the, the type of offerings that we have. So we're a sustainably focused minded body wellness business. And um, our main approach is by creating products infused to soothe with full spectrum CBD and essential oils. Um, and so my introduction, you know, really how CBD came into my life is threefold. Uh, it started with injuries uh, in high school. Actually, I got multiple concussions, uh, five concussions in four years. Wow. And I was I was really down and out from that for a long time. The last concussion lasted over a year. The symptoms, um, you know, pretty much 24 seven pain. I was seeing every specialist under the sun. No one could really give me answers. I was passing the cognitive tests and it was just a pain thing and, um, and focus, things like that. They were putting me on prescription medicine. Nothing was working. I was feeling numb. I just knew it wasn't right. And my brother had had experience with CBD. This was before it was mainstream at all. Um, and I just gave it a try. And pretty much the moment I tried, it was just this knowing. It was like this internal, I just know this is this is right for me. And so I started taking it three times a day. And, you know, at that time I was sitting in class with polarized sunglasses, Oh wow! like sitting in dark rooms, no screens for many, many months. And that kind of was the beginning of this deep healing process. So that's, that's number one uh, in terms of, you know, gaining this deep reverence for hemp and CBD at a, a pretty young age. And then uh, fast forward a few more years, I was struggling with chronic Lyme disease. And right around that same time, I had met Jules and we connected and she was struggling with chronic Lyme disease. So, uh, you know, CBD can be helpful for, of course, a variety of things. So we started experimenting and, and taking oral CBD and also using topicals. One of my main symptoms with Lyme was really intense inflammation, the whole right side of my body. And so the topical products like salves and oils were really helpful to rub directly on the area, helped with pain and inflammation. And uh, same time, my mom was struggling with arthritis in her hands. She's a master gardener. And my brother had lived in Colorado. He was sending us all the CBD products because it wasn't really around here at the time. And one day, Jules and I were up there. We asked how much my mom was paying. And it was just an absurd amount of money for this little tin we looked at the ingredients and said, hey, we're going to just make this. And because of a connect we had in Colorado, we were able to access the CBD and started just trial and error, just a passion project. You know, we never really expected to make it a business, but uh, we gave it to a few people. They loved it. And, uh, you know, 
that was kind of the beginning of saying, hey, we're actually going to make something of this and, and dive in. And so the, the third uh, really way we're where we are now and the kind of business we are is when we decided we were going to start making products, uh, we knew there was an inherent take from the earth. You know, there was going to be an impact no matter what we do, how sustainably and ethically focused we are there's still going to be waste. And that was difficult for us to come to terms with. So we decided to create an initiative that would have a direct positive impact on the environment. So we created the Conscious Garden Project, which is uh, aimed to empower and educate communities on the importance of native plant gardening, specifically how you can transform your lawn, our yards, into a haven for, for wildlife. And so that's really a driving force of everything we do. That's why we say, you know, we're for your body, for the bees. It's kind of a, a, a double, uh, double-edged, uh, you know, mission here. Yeah, that's awesome. I love everything that you're doing right now and such a sustainable approach, I feel like is so refreshing, especially with giving back to the environment. I think that's huge. That's something that I haven't really seen recently. So what do you think is the best place for someone to start if they were maybe interested in CBD? Would you recommend like topically or ingesting it? What do, what was the first thing that you were like, wow, this is really working for me? So for me, the ingestible was my introduction to it. And I, I think ultimately it comes down to your intention and what you're using it for. Um, the ingestible products are generally going to have the most systemic appro- uh, systemic effect on the body. So for people that struggle with chronic anxiety, chronic pain, inflammation, insomnia, um, autoimmune diseases, CBD can be really supportive for those conditions. If you struggle, let's say, with a bum knee or an injured shoulder, some type of topical um, or a, a skin issue, you know, eczema, psoriasis, a topical product can be much more effective because it's uh, it's targeted relief. You know, wherever you put that product is where you're gonna get the relief, but it's not necessarily going to have a systemic effect on the body. And um, you know, one other thing I'll mention is vaping or smoking CBD. That's good for acute issues. Let's say you're having an anxiety attack. That's gonna cross the blood-brain barrier the quickest, and you're gonna feel an effect right away. Vaping though, and smoking, you know, is gonna come with its drawbacks. Vaping, of course, you gotta make sure you're using a high quality vaporizer because it can be very dangerous with what's on the market. So, you know, people that are looking into it, set your intention and then do a little bit of research and find what, what will be best for you. Yeah, that's some sound advice. I feel like it sometimes gets lost in translation too, at least some of my family members, you know, they think of CBD, they think, oh, you know, smoking weed, psychoactive, uh, whoa, like, um, and so this stuff doesn't have that, right? This is not something that's uh, going to make you high or whatever. Right, exactly. So it it's interesting that the misconception of marijuana versus hemp, it, it's really a legal definition. So uh, any, so they're the same mother plant, cannabis sativa, uh, and you have, you know, two branches, you have marijuana and you have hemp. If it, if the plant is bred and has more than 0.3% THC, it's considered marijuana and less it's considered hemp. So uh, you do in, in full spectrum products. So we'll get into that a little bit, what a full spectrum product means. Uh, that does have a small amount of THC within the legal limits. And you could drink a whole bottle of that stuff you're not going to get high. And especially if you're sticking to the, um, you know, 
recommendations of serving size. It's not completely non-psychoactive. Yeah. So to backpedal, because I am actually curious, what is the difference between full spectrum CBD versus other kinds? Yeah, so there are really three kinds of CBD that you'll see on the market. You'll see CBD isolate, broad spectrum, and full spectrum. And where it gets confusing, it's difficult to navigate, is that all of these different things, really isolate, can come in so many different names as a marketing tactic. So CBD isolate, um, in simple terms, is just CBD. They extract it from the plant and it becomes this white fine powder. It's the cheapest form of CBD. So it's also the most popular that you'll see on the market. And the way people market it usually is pure CBD or THC free CBD um, or 100% CBD or just CBD. If you don't see anything else and you just see CBD, it's probably isolate. Um, that can be effective for some people, but what the research shows is that there's a bell-shaped curve response, which essentially means there's a medium dose that is very effective, but any more and any less is not as effective. So it's not linear, meaning the more you take, the better it is. And where that becomes an issue is that your dose and my dose is completely different. And also these companies, because it's cheap, are putting in so much 5,000 milligrams and people think they're getting a strong product. Oh, you're going to pay extra for it, but it's worth it. When in reality, more is not always better with that kind of a product. So that brings me to broad spectrum and broad spectrum. Well, I think it's important to note that that hemp has such a variety of compounds within it. So CBD is one, it's called a phytocannabinoid. It's one of over a hundred phytocannabinoids. THC is another, wow. there's one called CBG and CBN and CBDV all now getting their kind of due, uh, due attention because they're also being researched for their therapeutic effects. And so what broad spectrum has is many cannabinoids and other chemicals that are beneficial, but doesn't have THC. So that can be effective uh, for people that say work for the military or their job drug tests them and they're afraid. Uh, and because it has more of the spectrum of cannabinoids, it can be effective. Now, full spectrum has it all. And all of our products are full spectrum. A lot of the research shows that to be the most therapeutic because if you can imagine uh, hemp is greater than the sum of its parts, essentially. So CBD has a variety of targets within the body. In fact, over 65 targets within the body. But it needs to be unlocked. And it has, you know, when, when it has its friends or its companion, they call it the entourage effect. So when it has its entourage, CBD is able to be more effective at what it's capable of, if that makes sense. So the way we see it is you know, keep it as close to nature as possible. Nature knows best and you're going to get the best result. That's really interesting about uh, the bell curve, how, you know, sometimes I feel like a lot of times yeah. people think more is better, but you might actually be doing yourself a disservice by having more. So that's really crazy. And also just exactly. learning about it too, because I'm someone that I really don't have a lot of knowledge, you know, about the benefits of CBD. But I do know from what I've heard that hemp has, a lot of uses even beyond just like medicinal or health um, in terms of like paper and other things. So can you speak to any of that other uses for hemp? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it really is a, a miracle plant in so many ways. It can be used for fuel. It uh, is 
can be used in regenerative agriculture to uh, essentially restore um, soil that is not able to, you know, grow other crops in. So you can plant hemp, save the soil, and then, you know, plant other food crops or something, you know, things like that. It can sequester a ton of carbon. So hemp, I don't know the exact uh, number, but it grows at an exceptional rate. And uh, as it does that, it's it's holding carbon. So that basically means that it's taking carbon out of our atmosphere, which is, of course, you know, something we we need desperately right now. Um, I just saw they're starting to use uh, hemp in animal bedding, like instead of straw and things like oh, that. Wow. Textiles. Uh, it's very strong material. You know, the Declaration of Independence was written on hemp. Oh, um, that's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's been... Wow. It's been around for a long time, rope. And I think what we're really going to see in the next decade and hopefully even sooner is this big kind of uh, shift to the multidimensional benefits. Hempcrete is a thing. It's, it's porous, which means that it's able to move with the changing temperatures. It's a little more permeable, so water doesn't just sit on top and, and you know, create floods. So it's essentially absorbing stormwater runoff. Wow. It's really, uh, it's, it's really phenomenal. Yeah. So the medicinal elements are just one, one of the big, uh, many benefits. Wow. It really sounds like a miracle plant. I mean, it sounds yeah. like, I really feel like at least from what I'm learning here, it sounds like it's really on the up and coming, you know, for so many different things. So definitely, you know, yeah. it was just in 2018 that the farm bill was passed in the United States that legalized hemp. So before that, all of our hemp products were being imported from other countries. And so in 2018, that really kind of opened the floodgates, the opportunity to get into it and, and start researching what it can do. Yeah, that's huge. That's uh, groundbreaking. In two years, you're thriving. So when did you guys, <laughs> yeah. when did you guys open Jimbo and Jules? So uh, a little over two years ago was when we made our first blends. And then in the following fall, uh, we started making our salves and infusing those with CBD. And by that January, we were in actually Happy Rainbows, you know, in Sherman. Yes. Oh, my gosh. She was Barry. That was our first store. And she really kind of gave us, like, brought us to the community. Um, but being online, it was really January where we got cleared to sell online because it's such a a sticky, even though it's legal, like banks don't, it's considered high risk. So it took us a mm -hmm. long time to get approved. So kind of being out, it's been a, a little over six months. Wow. That's so exciting. That's crazy about happy rainbows. For anyone listening, <laughs> we grew up in the smallest town. We had one traffic light, uh, yep. you know, everyone knew each other, but happy rainbows is like the go-to spot for, um, uh, natural remedies. I think they had crystals yeah. there too, all that kind of crystals, stuff. Crystals, tea, herbs. Yep. Yeah. Barry's just, Barry taught us how to pet bumblebees when we were younger. I remember oh, wow. she had a little garden out back. I mean, talk Aww. about, I was probably seven years old. It was like, wow, these are actually <laughs> friends. You know, they're not just yeah. these big stinging things like I was taught. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, I love like hearing that and seeing how far you've come. So I've tried your products. They're amazing. I have the massage oil next to my, it's literally on my nightstand right now. I use it all the time. It's amazing. Um, awesome. And you guys use a lot of essential oils in your stuff yeah. too, which is awesome. So if you want to kind of share a little bit about the benefits of essential oils, because I'm a huge advocate for essential oils, you know, even as mm. aromatherapy, anything. So yeah, absolutely. What your take is on so that? 
uh, essential oils come into this kind of full spectrum picture actually. So another element uh, in hemp beyond the cannabinoids that we talked about, they're called terpenes. And that gives the hemp its smell, its color, its, its feel, its taste. And terpenes are the primary component of what makes up essential oils as well. So when you look at peppermint, for example, the main uh, chemical in that is menthol. And what a lot of you know, companies on the market, you'll see it'll just say menthol. But that's actually a piece, a really important piece of peppermint. So where essential oils come into play in terms of the full spectrum effect is that they have a lot of chemicals involved that are producing an effect that's greater than just one of those chemicals can produce. And so our olfactory systems, our, you know, uh, the, our sense of smell is such a powerful part of our body, you know, tied to memory and um, can trigger downstream reactions in the brain. So when you smell certain chemicals, you know, certain essential oils, it's going to produce this response. So a lot of people, I think where they struggle is like, you're telling me I can just smell something and it's going to help my headache or help my nausea, things like that. How does that work? But when you start to realize this mind body connection uh, and how, you know, just the act of smelling is triggering these chemicals to be made within your body that are, you know, getting sent to certain areas. Uh, So the reason why we really value essential oils in our products is like I mentioned at the beginning, ingestibles are more of a produce more of a systemic effect, whereas topicals are more targeted. But we have relatively complex essential oil blends that are very intentionally created for sleep, for energy, f- to help with anxiety, to help with joint pain, and uh, those are you know by way of getting in the nose and the olfactory system, creating a more systemic effect throughout the body. Yeah, that's awesome. And it really works. And I feel like sometimes people get it misconstrued as, oh, you know, essential oils are kind of this like woohoo remedy. And um, it, going back to that mind-body connection thing, I think it comes with a sense of self-awareness. Like when you're really present, when I know for me, when I have, I have like an aromatherapy diffuser and when I put lavender in it, it kind of, smelling it as silly as it sounds it sort of brings you back to the present moment where you become more aware of like your body and stuff so segueing a little bit and kind of diving into a little bit more i'd be so curious to hear uh what your take is on the mind body connection yeah totally i i think the the mind body connection tapping into its power can of course be very transformative i know you talk about that a lot you know the power of manifestation the power of intention and Uh, the power of the narrative that we tell ourselves in our mind, you know, manifesting uh, within and without in in your life. And I I think growing up in the United States, especially, we're a very mind-based culture. We are very uh, information-based from such a young age. We're kind of spoon-fed, conditioned to consume and never really taught about the intelligence of our body and how, you know, tapping into that, like we make a lot of decisions based on just our mind and like try to put logic to so many different things, but really our bodies, if you trust and, and listen, I think a lot about the mind body connection, what I've been, um, you know, 
learning is that it's a lot about listening. You know, if you're confronted with a difficult situation, you're trying to make a decision rather than just going on the hamster wheel in your mind, try to tap into, you know, some people call it the heart. You can call it the body, the heart, the spirit. How does it feel? You know, think about your options and, and your body will tell you. Uh, and it takes, I mean, that's something you talk about the mind being a muscle and that same, it's a skill learning how to listen and then trust, have this really deep trust that um, there's an intelligence within you that is going to guide you. And, you know, I think some people see it as kind of like woo woo out there, mm -hmm. um, but, but it actually to me is very simple. And it's just that we have kind of evolved or grown into this w way of thinking that is very separate. Like you might consciously or conceptually understand, oh, I have to eat food, uh, you know, you know, healthy food because it's going to help me be healthy or, or I have to exercise or this product is going to help me. But if you take that, all of that kind of a step further and as you're like you're smelling the essential oils, the lavender, you know, giving yourself a moment to plug in, like, how is this affecting my mood? And I think that deepens your, your therapeutic response, you know, and that ties into mindfulness and meditation can be really great tools for plugging into that listening and kind of creating this connection between them. Because when you plug into that, you know, the body connection and that trust, it help it, it helps with writing your narrative in your brain of you know like you talked about in your last video i am strong i am creative i am beautiful things like that it's not so aggro that it's all in your mind and having to say i am this mm -hmm. i am it's it goes both ways you know what i mean taking the opportunity to listen that then allows you to kind of manifest um, yeah. your truth that's huge i like that notion of your body having um intelligence and Going inward, I think, is something that's so underrated because kind of going back to what you said about how we're a very mind-focused culture, I feel like in, in the way that things are here, we're very much conditioned to be in like the autopilot state of mind, right, where we kind of just do the same thing every day. We follow through and we do what we need to do in order to be on this trajectory to, you know, be successful, get a job, go to college, whatever it might be. But there's so much power to be gained from going inward and also listening to your intuition because I don't know about you, but my intuition has almost always been spot on. When I have a really, you know, <laughs> either really bad vibe about something, I'm usually right. Or if I have a really good vibe about something, it's usually right too. So diving inward is probably the most underrated thing, I think. And nobody teaches us that in school. Yeah, I, I, I was just thinking that about, you know, how growing up like how many conversations would you have with with adults or your teachers about this kind of a thing and i think now it's coming more into focus um but the power of you know instead of sending a kid to time out because they're bad like having them go breathe and reflect and think you know it's just this these yeah. subtle shifts that can become really really powerful yeah for sure i've seen um i was reading it somewhere apparently there's schools now that are starting to do meditation in place of time out for kids. And I think that that would be so huge and so much more oh, yeah. beneficial than, like you said, sticking little Jimmy in the corner when he's, you know, <laughs> whatever. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So kind of to backpedal a little bit, I think something that's probably on a lot of people's minds is how CBD works. It's something I certainly don't know. And I'm sure that you obviously can uh, shine a lot of light on that. So what 
Why CBD? How does it work? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's, that's definitely the most common question we get. And it can be hard to believe, uh, you know, there are a lot of skeptics for a good reason, because how can one thing do so, so much within the body? And in order to understand how CBD works, you have to understand the, the main system that it interacts with in our body. And that system is called the endocannabinoid system. We all have it from the moment we're born and to the moment we pass on. Uh, it's shared by all mammals, almost every animal in the animal kingdom, actually, except uh, insects. And that's why you see a lot of CBD products for dogs and cats and things. It's because we share the system. So it's a system of physiology uh, that's constantly maintaining health and balance at a cellular level in our body. And this system evolved over 600 million years ago when we were, when a lot of our core neurological functions were evolving. Um, but it was very elusive uh, and scientists didn't actually discover it until the late 80s when they were discovering cannabis's effect on the body. So they knew in the 60s that THC got you high, but they didn't know exactly how it worked. And through their research, they uncovered this vast system all throughout our body, our brain, um, that was, you know, working, but it was a regulatory system. And that's how it got its name. So this is where it gets kind of confusing is endocannabinoid has nothing to do with cannabis. Endo means within the body. Cannabinoids are chemicals produced by the body. And our bodies make endocannabinoids all the time, much like our bodies make dopamine or serotonin or adrenaline. Uh, the endocannabinoids are the neurotransmitters of our endocannabinoid system. A little bit. Is, yeah, that's interesting. That I didn't even know so that we far? had that uh, in our bodies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It can, it, it can, it can get a little heavy. I'll, I'll try to kind of okay. um, narrow it down and then, you know, make it big picture. So, the, the two main endocannabinoids we have in our body are called anandamide and 2-AG. The names aren't that important, except ananda uh, gets its word, uh, the, its name from the Sanskrit yeah. word meaning bliss. And a fun fact here for all you uh, into fitness and running, uh, studies show that the runner's high is uh, a response of anandamide in the body. Elevated levels of anandamide are oh. producing that euphoric effect. So you might not know the name of it, but you know the feeling, and that's the endocannabinoid system at work. So a healthy system is self-regulating. So it's creating these endocannabinoids and taking them away at healthy, balanced levels. But our endocannabinoid systems can get out of whack. Different, uh, different things like emotional stress, poor diet, chronic disease throw it out of whack and in turn, um, you know, our entire body can be out of balance as a result. So this is where phytocannabinoids come in, phyto meaning of a plant. Um, so like we've talked about CBD, THC, these are phytocannabinoids and they help support a healthy endocannabinoid system. So CBD functions much like an adaptogen in the body, meaning it modulates our body's response to stress, to pain, immune function, emotions um, and most endocannabinoid system imbalances are a result of being overstimulated. So if you can imagine being just completely stressed out all the time or you're walking, uh, you know, you injured your ankle and you keep walking on it and you're, you're just, you're not giving your body an opportunity to heal. 
your endocannabinoid system is going to get out of whack. CBD is able to mellow that response out, mellow our response to pain, mellow our response to um, stress, which is why it helps with anxiety. Um, but as I mentioned, at some point, CBD has over 65 targets within the body, not just in the endocannabinoid system. And that's why it's quite a profound thing. And uh, in fact, you know, people that struggle with depression or anxiety, they may uh, take, uh, you know, a certain prescription medicine that helps boost their serotonin levels. And while CBD doesn't uh, directly kind of take the place of serotonin in the body, it activates a receptor called the 5-HT1A receptor, kind of a, a mouthful. Um, but in doing so, it allows the body to produce more serotonin. And so I think that's kind of where the magic lies and where it's unique is that it's not like taking an Advil or something where it's numbing your body's response. It's actually activating and upregulating certain functions within the body that allow it to be in balance. And so that's why, um, you know, it can. Yeah, that's cool so to think of it almost things. as like a, a regulation of what's going on in your body. Because I'm someone who's really uh, within like the past year been exploring natural remedies in place of, you know, prescription stuff. And um, I've found it to be hugely helpful, even for my skin, kind of transitioning away from prescription stuff has been huge. Um, yeah. So I like that it's not. Like you said, sometimes when people take Advil or whatever it might be, something over the counter, it's kind of there to mask uh, whatever it is you're feeling. But I think that kind of shines too to how important it is to to feel those things. And again, that mind-body connection of understanding when something is maybe wrong and understanding when you need to take a break. Like you said, if someone's you know walking on their ankle and it's been way too much like to kind of just take a step back. So mm. I like that it's uh, an approach of, of regulation a little bit. That's a nice way to think of it. Exactly. And I think one thing I'll mention with regard to ingestible products, they're most effective because of kind of everything I just told you. They're most effective when taken consistently, whether that's daily or, you know, some people might use it two times a day. For me, at the, the height of my head injuries, I was using it three times a day. Um, and that's because it's giving your body that boost that it needs um, over a long period of time. So some people that try it, you know, they might have a headache and they take it once and say it didn't work. It doesn't work as, as well as an Advil. Well, it takes some time for that CBD to build up in your body. Now, everyone's different. Some people are sensitive. Like I take it and I, I feel it immediately. And I think that's one thing that, you know, injuries or disease or even just, you know, difficult situations in life can make you more sensitive to your, your body, things mm -hmm. like that and kind of wake you up to, to, to those effects. Um, but with the topical product, you know, you might see an immediate effect if you put it on your skin yeah, and have like, that's, that's cool. Something. And it's awesome too, that there's so many different options for kind of using CBD. Cause I know some people might feel more comfortable, uh, using it topically, or maybe some people would rather ingest it and also giving your body time to, to adjust where sometimes we set this expectation of, oh, it needs to work for me right now. Like if it's not an instant cure, then it's a bunch of fake news. Like yeah. things take time, especially with, um, <laughs> exactly. especially with the mind body connection. It takes time to kind of, um, also intuitively understand, like learning when your body reacts to it and how your body reacts to it. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody's different. You know, anybody that's trying it for the first time, 
I'd say patience and attention. You know, your your dose and my dose might might be different, even if on on the label it's, it has a certain serving size. And depending on what you're dealing with, you might want a little yeah, bit more for sure. Or a so, bit less. kind of uh, last minute uh, topic. I was curious about. Would you have any tips for people who are looking to transition into more? natural remedies, whether that be, you know, topically or ingesting CBD or just uh, in general, kind of making that switch from a lot of the process stuff that's really all over the place today? Yeah, definitely know your source, I think is is absolutely the most important in this industry. It's completely unregulated, which means essentially anybody can get into it and put any product on the market and say what they want and no one's really checking them on it. Uh, so you want to make sure, you know, talking, and that goes for all natural products. It's becoming such a booming market now that it's, it's hard to sift through. And I think ultimately um, finding, you know, a business that you really trust and, and can, can follow the, you know, the supply chain and say with CBD, especially like test results, that's huge. You know, if you say you have a thousand milligrams, show me the test result that says a thousand milligrams. Um, if you say it, it, you know, doesn't have pesticides, show me that test result. Cause there's a lot of stuff out there that is marketed as being something it's not. So I think, and, and taking the time to be educated, uh, on what's going to be right for you because it's an investment, you know, CBD is, is still very expensive. And I think that it can be a very po- powerful tool of wellness. And that will, you know, your power as a consumer increases when you know, you know, why you want it and you know yeah. um, what you're getting. So actually, we just uh, today, we, we released part two of our blog. Um, this one's called Navigating the CBD Shelf. So I touched on a lot of this uh, today, but the difference between CBD isolate, broad spectrum, full spectrum, the different types of CBD so you can find all that in the blog and also part one was uh relating to the endocannabinoid system yeah. <laughs> which in this video you might have to rewatch a couple times to get it but uh in the blog you know we break it down in a way that i think yeah i think be, that's uh, some awesome digestible. advice of doing research and also i love how transparent you guys are with your whole process and everything that you've put behind it i think is um is amazing and i think this is really only the start. I think that this is something, especially in the space of natural remedies, I think it's going to be really blowing up uh, in the next decade. I mean, there's a lot of people now that are really starting to kind of dive inward and seek out a lot of those more natural ways that we can heal from within. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Mother yeah, exactly. knows, you know, I she's love that. got all we need. So uh, for anyone interested, if you are interested in checking out some of Jimbo and Jules's products, uh, where can they find you? You can find us at jimboandjules.com and we're actually doing an exclusive uh, promotion for anybody, for all you wonderful people watching this podcast. 15% off. Wow, you beautiful guys. Haley Noel. Go ahead yeah, and, and, and guys, and I'm telling code. you, I have the products here. Uh, they're amazing. They smell awesome too. I have to, I meant to tell you that. Such uh, nice blends. And even reading the ingredients list, like you said earlier, you have such a nice um, crafting of blends of essential oil. You can tell there's been so much love and intention uh, put into all the products. It really shows. So, yeah. Thank you, Haley. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. What, uh, where do you find yourself using the products most? 
um, you know, how are so they I love the massage your, your oil. Um, I use that one at night. So when I go running, I, I don't know what it is with my knee, but sometimes I'll have this spot on like the back outer part of my knee. And, um, if I put that on, like before I go to bed and I really spend, you know, a couple minutes, like rubbing it in, I do feel uh, a little bit of a difference. And I also love, you know, the aromatherapy aspect of it too. Cause I'm very much like a, uh, I love scents and I love smells, um, you know, as it's one of my favorite ways to kind of bring myself back mm. to the present moment. So I definitely have been loving that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much great. for coming awesome. on guys. Follow. Yeah. This has been yeah, so great. Um, check out their really products, awesome. jimboandjewels.com that discount code. I'll leave it on the screen here for you guys. If you are interested. Um, but yeah, sending so much love and light your way. Jimbo, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll connect soon.